It's that special time of year again where Drew and I do a podcast. I, of course, being Scott. Drew, of course, being Drew. Good intro? Wow. That's your second take? No, it's my first take. Oh, of course (laughs) this is the first one. Yikes. Strong start? Good good start or the best start? The best start. Everyone's very pleased with you today, Scott. That was a great... Job. We haven't had seventy percent turnoffs Good. yet in the f- job. You've got mail. You're you're a male. Hey, remember back mm. remember back in the nineties when AOL just assigned your gender? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to worry about it. You're like, oh, am I non-binary? I don't know. Just, hey, just let's turn on AOL. Let's see what I am. You're a male. But it's online, so you can have anyone. That's true. You can be anyone online. Who are you online? Who am I online? Yeah. I'll tell you who I am online. I'm a goddamn troll. <laughs> I'm Sarah Huckabee Sanders online. Oh, God. <laughs> that face. She is... Yeah. Ugh, hey. Face I don't care for. The politics, sure. Great. I'm in, Sarah. But the face. We got we got to do something about the face. And folks, here, here's what you can do. Send a little bit of money... To HTTPS, it's a secure HTTP, Hypertext Transfer Protocol, uh, colon, forward slash, forward slash, uh, w, double, double, full stop, (laughs) Uh, and now the important part, paypal.me slash not Scott Hansen, and we promise we will put all of the proceeds towards getting Sarah Huckabee Sanders a better face. Hold on, is Sarah the daughter of Mike Huckabee and Bernie Sanders? Oh, shit. Huckabee Sanders? Huckabee Sanders. They crossed party lines to make that? They, cro- <laughs> they cross-pollinated. The, the best they could do, they, we finally found a not, something both sides could agree on, and it was making her. They took a zebra and a donkey. <laughs> and they, they made, made a zonkey? Them, and they made him fuck. Uh, but you can make a zonkey. You can make a zonkey. Yeah, but that zonkey can't fuck. You, well, no. it, 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 it can fuck. But yeah, it can you fu- can you can fuck it. It, it. it can fuck raw, and there's no problems. That's that's true. Like everyone's like, oh, it's too bad mules can't pro- can't procreate. What, what are you talking about? Great. Yeah, they don't get they don't have to wear a fucking condom raw the rest dog of their life. For life. Not like all those horses and donkeys that have to wear condoms. Horse condoms, baby. <laughs> the big ones. You, you can wear them uh, wear them on your legs when it rains outside, so you don't get your shoes. <laughs> you can wet. wear them as galoshes. Yeah. Human is galoshes go- a Canadian word? That's a good question. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. Right in. Tell us if you've heard the word galoshes for like rain boots before. Or is it like a British word? I feel like it's at the very least like a Commonwealth word and like Americans don't know it. Or maybe they do. I don't know. Right in, guys. Give us a call. You know what number. They're also known as Dickerson's, Gumshoes, Rubbers, Nice, or... <laughs> rubbers, Nice. Or Overshoes. I don't, uh, Dickerson's is new to me. Um, it would... Is it New New Japan strong wrestler Chris Dickerson? No, it's an American. Okay. It was invented by, uh, Charles Goodyear. Oh, the rubber man. Yeah. That Uh, was his nickname, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the rubber guy. Rubbers. Rubber man Charles Goodyear. All right, so I feel that, like we've already run out of steam that was and our, we're like 30 seconds that in. That was our galoshes chunk. <laughs> um, I don't know. We can do an intro. People love intros. Uh, in uh, case, shout out RIP Charles Grodin. 
Yeah, R.I.P. a week ago, Charles Grodin. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love breaking news on a thing we record a week in advance. Um, the, da- the dad from Beethoven. Dad from Beethoven. Uh, That's the only thing I've ever seen him in. Popular. No, it's not, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But uh, Oh, he's in, yeah, yeah. I, popular talk show uh, panelist of the 70s and 80s, and uh, Louis Doctor. Ah, on, right. Of course. On Louis. Wait. Midnight Run. He's in... Uh, what show is Charles Grodin the doctor, and what show is Ricky Gervais the doctor? He's the doctor on on uh, he's Doctor Bigelow on Louis. And is it Ricky Gervais on Curb? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, we broke down. I feel like he's. We broke down our uh, ex- Man, he... excellent comedies by threatening Jews. He really dropped off the face of acting for a while. Oh, Groden, yeah, he just, like, stopped. 1994, and then 2006, and then 2012. Oh, so he had, like, a chill two decades. I, he must have made a good amount of money and just wanted to I think he, yeah, he live made, a regular life. He made bank in the 70s and 80s, for sure. He um, was in tons of shit. He won a primetime Emmy. For? Uh, the Paul Simon special? Of course, that's the next thing I was gonna say. And he was nominated for a Razzie Award. Oh, no. In 1981. For? Seems Like Old Times. Chevy Chase, Goldie Hawn. Never heard of it, never seen it, but good for him. Good guy, Chevy Chase. I didn't realize the Razzies were that old. That might, that's one of the first years. Like, if you asked me when it started, I would have said 80 or 81. Hmm. Um, I like that IMDb lists Razzies as official awards. Of course. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's authentic. Apparently, I'm... This Gay? is This is this is the wrong podcast to be talking about movies related. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot. The Razzie... 1981 Razzie for movies in 1980. Yeah. Um, worst actor was... Okay, so Neil Diamond for The Jazz Singer. I don't see why. Michael Beck for Xanadu. Okay. Richard Dreyfus for the competition. Mm-hmm. Sam J. Jones for Flash Gordon. Robert Blake, cool guy. Oh. Coast to coast. Michael Caine, dressed to kill or the island, one or the other. Michael Caine. Kirk Douglas for Saturn 3. I don't know, some <laughs> bad sci fi movie, I yeah. assume. Hey, shit pays the bills, man. Um, Anthony Hopkins for A Change of Seasons. Current best actor. And. Caitlyn Jenner, or I guess Bruce. Uh, can't, Hold on, how could Caitlyn can't, Jenner can't stop the music be nominated for worst actor? Wouldn't was... she be nominated for worst actress? Oh, it's a. Is doc- this where we go full turf with the podcast? <laughs> it's a documentary about, or like a pseudo autobiographical movie about the village people. Love it. So you're telling me... Oh, yeah, me, I feel like one of the bad movie podcasts did. I feel like either How Did This Get Made or The Flop. You're telling me that Bruce Jenner is in a movie about gay people before realizing that... Yeah, in 1980. Ahead of ahead of his own curve. Well ahead. <laughs> Look at you. I hate it when people call me a turf. You're a turf. No, and here's you're, why. You're a surf? One, I'm a surf. I'm and, more of a surf and turf. You're, I'm a surf and you're my feudal lord. <laughs> uh, no. What is, let, let's break it down. What does turf stand for? Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. In what universe am I a radical feminist? I am a, I am a tuh. 
trans exclusionary. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I am uh, not going to lie. I don't think I knew what turf stood for, but also it's not like I hear the term turf all the time. Oh, I get called it every day. Well, you deserve it. Well, obviously by people who don't know me well, because you anyone deserve. who knows me well knows I am not a radical feminist. A hundred percent. You are not a radical feminist. And like, and like that, it, all kinds of people get called that, that aren't that. It's like, just call them transphobic. That's what they are. They're like, everyone calls, everyone calls JK Rowling a, a turf. I think she's just transphobic. I think she's just transphobic. Yeah. I, I I love the idea of having to just constantly create yeah new, new guess, names for yeah. things. I guess women get called turfs more because like they're I get like it the concept exists. There are people who are very pro women, but don't include trans women in that umbrella of women. Yeah. So I get that, but most people, if they're not including trans people, they're just mostly anti-trans and not so much pro anything. True. But that's not us. That is, in fact, not us. Because we're both trans. Trans species. species. But, it, you know, it can't, we're allies. Sort of. But we do... Honestly, long, we're allies as long as you're not a scaly. Or an <laughs> sure. avian. Yeah. Yeah. Or multiple creatures combined together with Ugh. weird colors and also wings and a tail. Only naturally occurring colors, please. Only natural occurring mammals. Yeah, I guess we're kind of gatekeepy about that. But here's the okay. Here's another thing. <laughs> everyone here's gets, another thing. Everyone gets mad about gatekeeping. As far as I'm concerned, there should be more gatekeeping. Jushin Okami. Look, <laughs> look. He was at, the gatekeeper. He was the gatekeeper. Look at ninety percent of every fandom. Those people need to be weeded out. Correct. How do you do it? Gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. More. If you take one thing away from the podcast. Gatekeeping. Hello, gatekeeping. You want me to pillow? You want me to jerk you off? <laughs> me love you long time. Uh, I would love it at a hotel if gatekeeping knocked on my door in the morning and told me what sort of furry I was allowed to be. <laughs> or how I'm watching Rick and Morty wrong. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I uh, like those, that a lot, actually. Those fuckers. Yeah, but it's a, but it's an old Latino woman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, you need high IQ to watch Rick and Morty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Getting angry just thinking about. I that. know. I apologize, but here we are. <laughs> but but in fact, here we are. What else is going on? I don't know. I'm already out of energy. I'm running out of steam here already. And what we're, happened? Uh, we had some nice pizza. We're 11 minutes in. We had new pizza. We had nude pizza. Did you we say, ate pizza did you say, nude. Okay, you did say nude pizza. Yep. Well, it's true, but I didn't think we were sharing that with the class. Nope. I uh, I just feel like I have nothing funny to say today. I've, I've run out of funnies. I'm glad. I'm glad you uh, were funny for the last six days. And then when it came to recording day, you, br you brought nothing to the table. I said the funniest two things I could think of off air because I wasn't allowed to say them on <laughs> yeah, air. And so now, you know. That's true. We can say one of them. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't remember the Farouk one. Oh, oh, oh no. The, yeah. the, the Farouk one's funny. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to say it. You said I'm, I'm glad you said it now because you can't say it later. Oh, yeah, no, okay, no. We said I said a different 
uh, acceptable funny thing about Farouk that mm. we'll that we'll get to in the in the report. <laughs> but no, you know, your thing we definitely can't say. That's that true. Was, that was but we can talk about. Can we talk about the street I parked on? You can. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even the other th- the other thing I was thinking. Of. Okay, so we can't say the street. The other one I was thinking of was the the joke about school. Oh, and how uh, how you're like school in the summertime, no class. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fucking got me. Um, anyway, so I parked on Nicola Street, and Drew asked me, "Is that like Ricola for black people?" And I said, "Drew, that's hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is not the thing. I was the, the, the other thing I thought was funny was when I said I saw those ads for continuing education. Oh, that's Ben. I don't think you should say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I'm not allowed to say. Yeah. But guys, even though we're not going to say it, just know it was about a different race. We're spreading out the racism today. Yeah, we're going to spread out the racism. We're also going to talk about how this is an anti-Zionist podcast. Well, that's abundantly clear. I I, I think we'll get into that big on Thursday. Big. 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 I think we might forego the 2008 Oscars. 2008 Oscars is, gone, is out the window and it is just us talking yeah. about the conflict between pe- peaceful Muslims and crazy high-powered rifles and anti-aircraft carriers. Conflict and implies there's stuff going on that is on true. both sides. That is true. And not a genocide. This, I would just like to point out they uh, they have been told they are allowed to defend their territory. Uh, yeah, by every president since Eisenhower. I like Fucking that cowards. they... Okay, let's get into this on Thursday. Okay. <laughs> this this one is not the Israel podcast. This is the uh, In Your House 11 podcast. 11, you say? In Your House 11, never forget. Is, it, that, what, is that what they say? Is it, an, is it a nine? It's it's not a... 10, 11, almost, for, uh, almost forgot. <laughs> That's true. 912 or, or 10, 10 11 just forgot 10 11 it's been a month get over it ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a world to live in where you don't have to get to the airport an hour ahead of time yeah just show up and walk show up and get on the plane. plane or chase down your your uh, your jilted lover like right to the right gate in the as they get on the airplane and then have you a can moment just pop your head on the airplane in the and- fucking plane and then you can let you can uh, I don't know my best friend's wedding it Notting Hill it. What's an actual movie where that happens? I can only think of several episodes of Friends. Yeah, it's most episodes of Friends, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a real sitcom '90s sitcom thing. I feel like there's definitely some movies though. I only one only movie related to like running to get on a plane is uh, Home Alone Two. Oh, I thought you were going to say Argo. <laughs> or Argo, <laughs> Home Alone Two, where he doesn't even have to show he has has a pa- uh, path. Oh, imagine! Ticket. Yeah, it literally just collides with her, and he goes, "Well, I had when it was in my hand." They're like, "All right, just oh, get on the plane. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Get on the plane. You're not made of bombs. Yeah, you're not a you're not a child. That, that's that's before Saudi Arabia started making kids out started making white <laughs> kids out of bombs. <laughs> make the baby out of the bomb. Make the baby out of bombs, and then what babies if, can't go on planes. What if you make the whole plane out of the bomb? <laughs> Awful. Oh boy. So anyway, I guess wrestling. I'm out of I'm out of energy already. What happened to you? I don't know. Drink a pappy. Maybe I, maybe I'm just not as invested in this as you are. 
through. Maybe maybe we should replace me. <laughs> <laughs> but can we keep recording at your place? Um. Yeah, sure. Why I mean, not? we just fixed the audio. Why not? By the way, y'all are welcome in advance for how nice this sounds. Was there any complaints? I didn't no. No. But I don't know. From me. I'm a there's no echo. There's less echoes. This there's is, no pops. I think this is considerably less of an echoey nightmare than, yeah. uh, than last week. Yeah, especially for a person talking into a wall, essentially. Yeah. Um, and the wind, the, the sliding door to my, Starring Gwyneth to, Paltrow? My, to my balcony. And Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you seen it? I have. It's very good. It is good. It's got, uh, it's got that good Aqua song. Turn uh, back time. You mean all of them? I mean, yeah, honestly, it's got one of dozens of good Aqua it's songs. It's got one of the bangers from Aqua's yeah. entire discography of bangers. An, an, an Aqua ballad. A ballad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. No, but the the sliding door to my balcony is partially open, sure. and you guys aren't hearing shit. But I'm currently hearing seagulls. I did hear a gull. You never kill a seagull. I'm hearing lots of uh, lots of vehicles driving. Like gay sex going on on Davy Street. Uh, that's the apartment. This apartment. My apartment is gay. And it has sex with the other apartments. Oh, the physical apartment is gay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Physically, I live in an apartment that is uh, identifies as a you live in a boy homosexual apartment, apartment that has sex with other boy apartments. Yes, it's a bottom. Of well, I, I I can't see you living in a top. <laughs> no. What do we describe ourselves as to shape? Oh, we're both non-penetrative yeah, bottoms. Yeah, we're non-penetrative bottoms. He's like, so how are you bottoms? I'm like, I don't know. We have bottom energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're not the ones out there looking for for butts. Yeah, we're, we're not out there looking for non-penetrative sex. We let non-penetrative sex come to us. Yes. Yeah, we are not actively out there, like, standing in a park... Uh, or like in a forested area just off the path, forested. sort of rubbing our junk and making <laughs> eye contact yeah. to like, you know, entice passersby no, we're, we're, to come over and take a gander. We're lying at home on a bed with too many pillows. Yeah, face in, down. Face down, wearing a silk see-through robe. On our phones. <laughs> on Etsy. <laughs> on Etsy. <laughs> Yep. Just letting whatever happens happen. That's the move. Yeah. I don't want to put any effort or time into doing this. Setting up a Pinterest account. Yep. Yep. Uh, clearing my browser history. <laughs> Which, speaking of, I should probably do soon, considering we're using my computer so much. True. But, but who, who are you trying to impress? I don't know. It's all that Fox porn I've been looking up. Sluts. Not even the good stuff either. Just like low, low quality. Low res. Yeah, low res, low quality Fox porn. <laughs> Fox or, news porn? Or also uh, Wonder Club, which I still have saved here. Wonder Club. It was the. Oh, that's the. The Smut magazine. Oh, uh, the, the PDFs of Smut. Yeah. From decades past. Every decade you can think of. For $100. Yeah, some of them are stupid. Hucksters, hoaxes, and hustlers. <laughs> Community Affairs, American Trash. Are those individual names of magazines, or what, was that no, a description the, of one thing in a those magazine? Those were descriptions of things in oh, the, January, the magazine. The January 1996 edition of Cherie, which I believe is French for pussy. Features, one Dream Date giveaway, 
see the winner bathe and nude model and naked babe trims your Xmas tree. I wonder if that... 22 on the road. You think that giveaway is still valid? Could we enter? Well, we'd have to, we'd have to get the $70 PDF <laughs> format of the magazine. I get, Oh, original magazine physical format, but it's sold out. You can only, oh, so they have some originals. You can only buy digital. It's got uh, Lisa Ann in it. I think we should don't don't talk to me like I've heard of. She's Eddie. the one who did Sarah Palin, like was the the fake Sarah Palin. I thought Mr. Palin was the one who did Sarah <laughs> Palin. Ah, I got him. Oh shit! I one hundred percent recognize this this <laughs> magazine right here. I a hundred. Oh, you reckon it's the magazine like the, the magazine co- cover? Oh. A hundred. Were you a big Sherry guy? What? No, but I definitely in, so, in when you were what. Eight? Uh, you know, <laughs> get over it. You had a weird childhood. You're a weird childhood. I've, I've, I have given people weird childhoods. Wait, 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 wait. What you got? Wait a minute. What is, one? what is happening here? Is okay. So this is a digital download yep. of PDF format for a hundred dollars. Portable document file, and it says arrives between. May 19th and June 18th. Well, I, so you don't auto, it doesn't automatically download? I think that's for the physical. It, it, that's not like specific. No, it says condition digital. It's all one box. But I, I but I think that was there before. I'm I'm look, I'm giving the benefit Log of Log into your here. account for a direct download. Some files are emailed from Dropbox. Shipping is free for digital products. Well, I hope so. No shit. <laughs> Do I have to pay for the 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 bites going through the tubes? Yes, you do. <laughs> I want to see if I can find any. I got a kickback to Al Gore. You can buy it on Amazon in paperback. How much? I don't know. It says currently unavailable. Shit. Amazon.com. Fifty-five dollars U.S. Oh, it looks like oh U.S. is is Wonder Club in Canadian? Uh, that is that's a, the big question. Uh, nope, U.S. Okay, so Amazon is undercutting Wonder Club. Yes. Good to know. Here's another. Here's a different Wonder Club. This is just magazines <laughs> archive. We have to. St- we have to stop looking at old porn. Why? This is very funny to me. <laughs> funny. You can get it for desktop, for iPad, or for mobile. Get it for iPad. Oh shit! It's got Chasey Lane. Do you remember her? I've heard that name. She's a fucking. It's a Bloodhound Gang song. Oh, of course, the Ballad of Chasey Lane. Yeah, that's her right there in the center. 2,200 pages of all-star sex. 200 pages? Apparently. That's a novel. Girl cup soccer free goal in hole poster. I guess it was for the 94 World Cup. Ooh, I like it. In France. Uh, muff diving water sports. Hard riding biker Can I bitches. Get some fucking credit for Pussy knowing lapping where the 1994 World Cup was? Uh, 1994 France. was USA. It was USA. Did France win? USA. Why am I saying no, France? It was Italy and Brazil. Was Let me final. tell you this: uh, FIFA World Cup Soccer 1994 okay. is the best pinball game, okay. and maybe best game period I've ever played in my life. Now I may be remembering it too fondly. Okay. But that is how I remember it. It was, it was they had it on the uh, on the Vancouver Island ferries. Yes, yes, and they did. It, it's it, it is in my head at least at the very least the best pinball game I've ever played. It was so good. Hmm. Now it's been yes, Ben. Uh, yes, Ben. <laughs> Twenty five years since I played it. 
But goddamn, do I remember that funny? That woman's tits are too big. <laughs> They're too big. You're not, you're, are you a big fan of Gent magazine? Gent. See, I I love B and C tier. Mm-hmm. Porn type. We've well, been through this. this one doesn't have as many options as uh, the other one does, but it does have voluptuous. It's got velvet. Uh, it's like got velvet. plumpers and big women magazine. Plumpers. It's got, it's got leg sex magazine. That's what we do. Leg leg sex. Yeah, with the it's you mash the thighs together and you fuck that. That's true. That is true. See now, I now I understand. Lollipops. Just Ooh. eighteen. Hustlers Taboo, High now, Society. I got a question about the uh, semantics of Just 18. Okay. Is it? Is it? Girls who have just turned 18 or... It, <laughs> I do not like that cover of Plumpers. Or any of them. <laughs> okay, continue. Is it girls who have just turned 18, or is the magazine comprised of just girls who are 18, and some of them are as old as 18 and 11 months, which is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. the like They are minimum, this is the day of their 18th birthday, yeah. and maximum... Tomorrow they turn 19. Yeah, 18 and 364 days. Yes. Because I don't want that. That's disgusting to me. I, You know what? Christmas edition of Plumpers, pretty good. I'll give it that. <laughs> I feel like we could do an entire episode we just based... We are. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I just, I don't know. Vintage smut to me is just very funny. It's very funny. It's very, very funny. Just looking at all the things that you're like, oh, Lollipops Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stain the couch. Put your dick in my own. Okay, I'm not reading this. Wow. Young edible sluts. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, you can eat the sluts? It's, it's what it says. Young edible sluts. Are they made of chocolate? Um. Uh, sh- sure. Ah. <laughs> uh, vi- anyway, my point porn. is, if you've been 18 for more than a week, you're disgusting. To me. Correct. That I, I uh, agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. There's only two ed- uh, two editions of just eighteen in nineteen ninety six, a fall and a march. Hmm. A fall and a march. So one for a season, one for a month. I don't know if I like how just eighteen is running their business. I like that all of these girls are probably dead from drug overdoses. Oh yeah. All of these just 18s from 1999. It's fun. All overdosed on drugs because of how sad they were that they had to do porn. It's fun to go through the 12 1999 covers of just 18 and guess which opiate each girl overdosed Overdose. Suicide. (laughs) Overdose. Suicide. 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 Heroin, fentanyl, oxy, heroin. (laughs) Jumped off a bridge, hung herself, bridge. <laughs> hung herself. <laughs> Pussy exploded. <laughs> oh, there's a really funny video I can show you later, but I I, I can't talk about it on air. But, Excellent. Uh, <laughs> Which, of course, brings us to WWF in your house. 11? Yeah. 11. Oh, yeah, never, never forget. It was, I, I forgot. You forgot. After saying never forget. Uh, buried alive. Buried alive. Uh, it's from Indianapolis, Indiana. Home of the Daytona 500. Home of the Indianapolis Colts. 
Home of the Baltimore Colts. Home of your mama. Home of the Baltimore Stallions. Home of the Baltimore USAers of the Canadian Football League. Home of Annapolis. Home on the range. Home front. All quiet on the western front. All about... Eve. Eve, all about Steve. All about Steve. Follow-up to Sandy B's uh, Oscar-winning performance. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was the follow-up to All About Eve. <laughs> I think that was the point. The spiritual successor. Yeah. Uh, so this one did have a free-for-all, but it had no matches on it. So we and we sort think we of... don't get any more free-for-all matches. No, we looked, and the rest of them all say dark. And this one said dark as yeah. well, uh, meaning that it's not aired, not that it's only black people. Yeah. We got a. Uh, they seem to be building a dark match between <laughs> Farouk and Ahmed. They are Johnson. building a dark match. Uh, um, we got a. We got a promo for Sid and Vader talking about how they're the best of the power bombs. Then we. Yes, we haven't seen Vader do. A no, power but they showed a highlight package of him doing them, so he's been doing them. I guess. But we haven't physically seen him do one. No. Then we get bl the Black Gladiator Farouk cutting a promo about getting a rematch with Mark Marrow. Why? Can't you just be Ron Stark? That's going to come up quite a few times during this <laughs> podcast, or during this episode. Uh, so Fruit cuts a promo. Then they go to Ahmed Johnson back from injuring himself, yep. doing a promo. And wearing, soon to injure himself again. Wearing and a, some other people. Wearing a stupidly sick jacket. It's really good. It is a like a 5XL red leather jacket so that has a yellow A on one Big breast a on the right and one yellow giant e no black they were different colors yeah, yellow one, and black. yellow and black yeah uh J yeah. on on the other breast but it was like it was legitimately a 5XL it was, it was enormous so tacky but so cool at the same time yeah, yeah. It, a very 90 something you could only pull off in the 90s I feel like you You could can't... only pull it off in the 90s and if you were a big black man yeah uh, he also looks incredibly fat. Yeah. Uh, the injury time has not been he good for him. He probably got off the gas while he was hurt. I would assume so. And then so. just got bloated. Uh, during Ahmed's promo, he claims that Farouk and I are from the same neighborhood. To which I claim Farouk is from Rome. <laughs> <laughs> you claimed loudly. <laughs> He's from Rome. <laughs> I, I was sort of mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh what Ahmed are you from Italy <laughs> hey, no he's from Rome <laughs> he's from Rome it's a fucking gladiator the, and his and you point out his fucking stupid gladiator <sighs> the helmet isn't even a gladiator helmet it's just Max Moon's yeah, thing left but over cut from open. the Max Moon yeah, collection yeah it's dumb uh, ugh, this this even though last episode I said that in theory, on paper, this one looks better. It was better, but we also had to put up with heel Jim Ross the entire fucking yeah. show. If you factor that in, I actually don't know if it's better. Yeah, so um, McMahon and Lawler are on commentary. They say, oh, where, where's, uh, where's Jim Ross? And then uh, comes heel Jim Ross, and he comes to the announce table, and they. this is the first time we've heard Burger King chants at Jerry Lawler. Yep. Um, and then from the uh, pre from the free for all, we get to the actual pay per view. So it's in MSG. 
Um, and the entire setup for the beginning of this first match is that Vince McMahon is trying to screw over JR by not having his microphone work, and then his, micro- um, his microphone won't turn on, then it keeps cutting off, then it keeps going in and out, and so he keep- he claims that Vince is doing it to him on purpose. Um, heel Jim Ross fucking sucks. Sucks. I believe I wrote, sucks dick. <laughs> Um, so the opening match was supposed to be Steve Austin versus Savio Vega, which in theory would be great, but at some point Savio got hurt, so they were replacing him with Hunter Hearst Helmsley, which doesn't make sense because they're both heels. But that doesn't stop them ever because there is another heel versus heel match on this again. You can't find one face. And like, even like the new rockers are heels. Correct. You got rid of the body Donnas. You're going to turn the Godwin's heel. Yep. Like, what the fuck? Why Don't do you know. not want faces? Wish I knew. So, yeah, as we said, Hunter injuring, uh, replacing an injured, injured Savo. Savo. Savo? Um, I, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Austin cuts a promo in the back talking about how he doesn't care about Hunter replacing Savio. Savio is a bitch. And then he shit talks Bret Hart. And then he says that he's, uh, you know, handsome Doc says to him that People don't appreciate the new tone uh, and manner in which he speaks. And then he uses the word ass, to which Vince does not appreciate the use I was gonna say, of ass and makes him immediately cuts off when the promo. When the word ass was so scandalous. Uh, then, so in seven years, Triple H is going to fuck a corpse. A corpse. And ass, apparently, too much. Uh, finally, we get Stone Cold Steve Austin in music. In three years, we're seeing 80-year-old tits. That is true. That is true. Even if they're fake, they're still 80. Um, we finally get Stone Cold Steve Austin music. No more Ringmaster music. Took forever, but we finally got yeah. there. October 1996. I think I saw somewhere this is the first time it was used. Okay. Yeah. Well, it definitely could be because it's not like we saw anything between the two. Um, yeah. Literally, like the majority of the notes for this are just like JR having headset issues. Uh, he says that the you know Vince is trying to trying to stop him from saying what he wants to say, and he just keeps throwing shit at Vince and says like uh, you know like uh, what he said something about. Uh, nothing like he says something in reference to Triple H or to Hunter about being oh, yeah. from Greenwich, Connecticut, and how it's nothing but pompous, rich, pompous, uh, rich assholes. assholes who live or jerks who live in Connecticut. He's like, where do you live? Vince? Where, where are you from, Vince? <laughs> and then um, Jr. says, "Oh, like half the time I live in Connecticut, in that an overpriced, overpriced hellhole, <laughs> and the other half the time I live in Oklahoma, like we're the best place on earth. We're real Americans and a Republican uh, governor, almost heaven, Oklahoma." Uh, then, uh, yeah, it, like... The, How come the shittier parts of America are real America and the nicer parts aren't? Because... Why does America want to identify as the worst of itself? No, because to those people, that's the real America. Why is it realer? Because it's only white people. <laughs> Whites only. You know what? I honestly... Wasn't even really thinking about race for the first time in my life. And you're right. <laughs> that is why. Like, how... And, and it's not just white people only. It's white people in charge. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no black sheriffs in West Virginia. No. You know, there's no black congressmen in Mississippi. You know? Yeah. That's why it's it's the real salt, salt of the earth people of That's America. real America. Real America. America! Um... 
The, yeah, this like the, the thing is, I'd said during this match, like, oh, Hunter versus Austin, like that match could be it very could good, be very good. Except for the entire fucking match is just Jim Ross on commentary being a, a pain in the ass fucking heel. Yeah, I mean, like it was a pretty good match, and it's so weird to see Steve Austin do so much wrestling, grappling, like suplexes and drop and running the ropes and running the ropes and snap mares. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, and one little bitty knee pads. At one point, Austin does a jawbreaker, which was very weird. Looking. Austin should not do jawbreakers. Yeah, Austin should not be doing. Is this too close to the stunner? Yeah, very close to the stunner. Same movements and everything. Yeah, it's just the guy. The guy's head is more on top of your head. <laughs> yeah, which in theory hurts more. Is more. Is worse. It's worse than a stunner. Yeah. Um, if your if your head if your head and jaw are falling down on something. Would you rather fall down on an arm? On traps? Tra- traps and, and buys and tries. Oh, you're bi, all right. I try. Huh. Ah. Uh, or the top of a skull. <laughs> yeah, like point of your chin on the top yeah. of someone's brain. Yeah, give me a fucking... Yeah. yeah, give me a stunner any day. Keep your jawbreakers seriously. You can st- stick your stories in a sack, mister. Mm-hmm. Um, so mid-match, Mr. Perfect comes out, and they talk about how he's making his return to the ring on he's Raw the so next night bloated. against Hunter. Uh, he, he's two. He looks like two thousand WCW. Oh, he's he here. his his head and face. He's puffy as shit. Two times the size as when he was in nineteen ninety. Yeah, like working Hennig is lean. Yeah, this was not lean. This is not. This is sad at home Henning. Yeah. Um. So the they say that he's going to wrestle I would Hunter say Larry on Larry Hennig is leaner than Kurt right now. At that point, yeah, yes. for sure. Uh, he's wrestling Hunter on Raw, so he comes out to scout him. Uh, there's a bunch of just like bullshit with him and and Perfect gonna like uh, come to blows. Then Austin gets involved, and then Henning and uh, pops Austin, and then he storms off. Uh, he they they. Uh, Henning leaves with... Austin throws a drink at him. Austin throws a drink at him. He throws a, a, a soda in his face. A soda pop. And then Henning leaves with Hunter's valet girl. Um, and Who is it? Who knows? Some it, whore. Some random slut. Maybe she was in Just 18. Oh. But... She wasn't in Plumpers. She was not in Plumpers. No. But we can look at some Plumpers later. Uh, they So they end up... Like, Hunter kind of goes after Henning. Or, perfect. It, like, Austin was definitely... Getting a little bit of face heat. And basically worked the match face. Yeah. Even though he is very much a heel because he's shit, shitting on Brett. Yeah. But he's gets a lot of the face work in this Although match. Although Brett Loki is a whiner who is a heel. And, and a phony. should be the face. And, and a, a goddamn phony. phony. Yeah. Um, so at one point, Austin takes a suplex on the cement floor. Like up the ramp. Yeah. Looks like it hurt. Uh, then when they get back in the ring, Austin does his very fun uh, go for the leg drop on the second rope. Like uh, guillotine him across second rope. Guy uh, moves, yes. but he like counts, counts, catches himself on Saves the rope, bounces back in the ring, and then just flips off the crowd. Yeah. Um, and as soon as he does that, uh, tur- turns around, no kick to the gut. Again, yeah. just hits the stunner, and bam, finish. No kick wham stunner. Just stunner. Just- Stunner. It's weird. It's jarring. It's very, it's weird to see that, especially because it's always about the kick. Yeah. Kick, catch, spin, kick, go for the stunner, push off. You know, like oh, everything's a like, Mania 14 finish? Yeah. Uh, which was recreated. Which they put in No Mercy. Which has been recreated, like, I don't know, a hundred times. Hey, it is, it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. Every backyard match we ever did had that in it. 
Yeah. Trampoline wrestling, of course. Yeah, everybody did it. Uh, so we get a Billy Gunn, uh, Sunny promo package. When you told me what match was happening on this show, I almost punched you in the mouth. Yep. I, I would have deserved it for telling you. <laughs> There's no fucking way they're doing a uh, rematch of the heel versus heel smoking guns versus Owen and Bulldog tag title match. Well, guess what, Scott? They did it. Yeah. We watched it. But we learned more about the dynamics. Yes. So they, they show all of the Billy and Gun and Sunny stuff. Then they do a promo in the back where Billy is like totally like stalker creeper on Sunny. Like we're going to win the titles back, which means Sunny will come back. Yeah, because she's a like, belt Because she wants, you know, she wants us to win the titles. Like she, she only wants to be with us if we win. And Bart's like, hey, man, like why don't you wake the fuck up and realize that like she's just a dumb slut who wants the belts. Yeah, because like the promo started off with Billy Gunn like saying something about like the, the crowd are fucking retards or whatever. And I'm like, okay, so they're heels. They are clearly heels. They are Billy bad Gunn guys. is cutting a heel promo. But then, because Bart hasn't talked yet, then when Bart starts talking, uh, he's like, no, Billy, just like be cool and don't worry too much about saying, like, oh, I get it. Billy's a heel and Bart is gay. <laughs> Bart wants anything but his brother to get his dick greasy. Yeah. Uh, the, the smoking guns are handsome, rugged cowboys, but that doesn't mean one of them can't be gay. The smoking gums from giving so many blowjobs. <laughs> uh, so yeah, tech team, uh, the, tech- pole, uh, the pole smoking guns, pole smoking guns. You got it. <laughs> uh, so WF tag team title match, Owen Hart and the Bulldog against the smoking guns. Uh, Vince, hyped- I guess Owen and Bulldog are heels. No, also, cause but bull- Bulldogs they- seem pretty chill and they work face. They were like they got. They work more face than they. They did got when, the first heat, but maybe that was just a shine, and that because like yeah. the second heat was on Owen and Bulldog. Yes. Like they definitely got heel heat on Owen and Bulldog. Yeah, they beat up Owen quite a bit. I think Owen and Bulldog have both been heels for so long that their shine just also looked like heel heat. Yeah, that's what it was. Um. So after this, uh, when they come down to the ring, the match starts. Vince starts hyping up that uh, Brett on Raw tomorrow is going to make a major announcement. With Jim Ross taking credit with for Jim it. Ross taking credit for it. Uh, at, and then, uh, you know, uh, to continue like the dumb JR heel microphone heads that doesn't work. It sounds like he's talking through a megaphone at one yeah, point. Yeah, at one point it sounded or, like, crazy. He's, he'd called in via satellite. Yeah, even though he was there. <laughs> Which I like obviously is intentional, but like, oh, it fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, the smoking guns do the whisper in the wind spot again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even though they're heels. Two giant men doing Hardy Boys. Yeah. Spots. Uh, Although honestly, the Hardy Boys aren't that small. Not really. They were just small for the time. Yeah. They're both like over six feet. Yeah. Uh, then I I just wrote the, the note of like babyface Owen taking all the heat. Yeah. Um, then we get to the finish, which was very, which I liked a lot. Good. So Bart picks up Owen to, for the sidewinder and Bulldog sort of sneaks in behind him and gets set up right behind him. Has his hand lightly on his ass. Uh, Billy goes up top and is like yelling at the referee as he's going up top. Because Billy sees Bulldog, but that's the thing. I don't know. Does he? 
It was Bullock perfectly yeah, hiding like he behind was Bart? absolutely hiding perfectly behind Bart. Okay. I think he was yelling at the referee because the referee was telling him to get down. Ah. Because he wasn't the legal man, okay. even though he got pinned. That's true. <laughs> um, so... As Billy comes off the top rope to hit the leg drop, Bulldog grabs Bart's belt and pulls him backwards so Billy misses the leg drop. Which, upon replay, he would have missed anyway. Absolutely. Uh, Then Bulldog sort of grabs Bart and drags him out of the ring. Owen hits the ropes and hits a big spinning heel kick for the win. Apparently his new finisher. Uh, Or or at least Billy Gunn's kryptonite. It's Billy Gunn's kryptonite, because that's two matches in a row. One one that knocked him out and one that pinned him, so (laughs) that's his kryptonite. Yeah, definitely better than their match last month and also probably half the length which was uh, absolutely half length. really nice and, and no double heat and no both teams working face and heel yeah um better so after that we're backstage at the hotline with hunter and ray Rougeau. uh then we cut back we come back to vince and uh jerry at commentary and they're talking about like oh like we're Jer- jericho as if they can't see him in the fucking ring <laughs> so jerry's in the ring and he cuts a big thing about how he's the reason why brett's coming tomorrow night and he's going to get uh, you know get the exclusive interview with brett about you know whatever exclusive exclusive and then uh he proceeds to then shit on vince mcmahon and saying that like obviously vince doesn't want him on commentary because he's been fucking with his mic so and you know like vince is so important that he clearly needs two two microphones so here he can have his and he tosses the microphone from the ring down to the announce table which vince plucks out of the air with one hand then to the camera with audibly the, with the shittest eatingest grin on his he face. says hey good catch vince <laughs> So <laughs> good. Lost our goddamn Holy mind. Holy shit, what a king. <laughs> that minutes. got him like a, like in present day, like a year of goodwill from me. Like I'm he gonna can go book, around saying WWE is good. He can book as many zombie matches as he wants now because yeah. of that. Holy shit, oh, that was good, good catch, Vince. Good catch, Vince. Goddamn, pal. <laughs> It was unbelievable. Oh, goddamn. It was so good. Like, really proud of himself. Like, how can you be mad at that guy? You can't. King. You can't. Uh, And then, yeah, and then J.R. storms off and is done for the night. So, uh, back comes the bloated corpse of Kurt Henning. (laughs) Uh, with his hey, shirt hey, off, hey. no necktie. Hey, give it seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven years is a is a long time. Uh, so he comes out to do commentary. Now we get the Intercontinental title match of Mark Marrow and Goldust, who is replacing Farouk, because in the back, uh, Ahmed Johnson has decided to take it upon himself to go beat up uh, Farouk with a uh, two-by-four to which I referred to Ahmed Johnson as Black Saw Jim Duggan. Flawless. Uh, so Goldust has been put in to replace him. Uh, they do a promo where or the Marrow's in the back and Lawler is like trying to get him all riled up and shit talk him. And Marrow just like has nothing, like not even interested in talking to Lawler. Just well, says, you can see like Lawler talked for too long because Marrow was like yeah. re- ready to talk. He was ready, ready to, to cut talk, his promo, ready to talk. Like, Lawler uh, still uh, talking. Uh, uh, sh- okay, finally, uh, fuck you. Uh, so the start of the match is just the, the 
all, all the of most the, arm drags I have ever drags. seen. Every arm drag that's ever been done in wrestling was in this match. Which I'm not mad at because, like, you don't see a bunch of arm drags in WWE very no. often. No, 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 not, so, not at all. You know, uh, regular and Japanese and yeah, Chinese, dirty knees. Look at these. Uh, there's also a running head scissors that didn't go great. We didn't think Goldust would be. Goldust able. was absolutely out of position for it. Yes, but still managed but to. They, like, they pulled it off. It. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I mean the match is like pretty pretty uh, whatever back and forth nothing spectacular. The crowd isn't really into it as much as Goldust would like them to be. So so he goes goes and gets the microphone. He then turns away from the hard cam to the crowd, and he says that if he the, turns away from the hard cam to to let them know I'm I'm talking to I'm th- you. Yeah, mother. I'm talking. I don't directly. care. I, I, I'll put this goddamn pay per view on hold right yeah. now. I don't I care who's watching at home. Fuckers. I do not care who's watching at home. I care about the people in this building in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. And he the says, capital. if you don't shut up right now, I'm going to stick my tongue down <laughs> everyone's throat. And of course, crowd, the crowd who hates gays yeah. immediately turns on him. Now there's finally a little bit of heat, but yeah. not tons. Uh, then <laughs> Jerry Lawler says, maybe the greatest thing that's ever been said on WWF television ever. <laughs> He says, and I quote, yeah. that Goldust is only here because of the WWF's don't ask, don't tell policy. We died. <laughs> we died. So good. It was the greatest thing I've ever heard. I, ever. Maybe it was because they knew the JR stuff sucked that Lawler and Vince decided to be fucking awesome Maybe. Tonight. <laughs> maybe. They were like, everybody's going to be real mad about this JR so shit. we have to be We good. should just do silly shit and say funny, really homophobic <laughs> things. <laughs> um, so then, uh, you know, Mero gets back in control, hits uh, hits the awesome Mero salt. The only, really down, good Mero salt. the only downside is he always lands on his knees. Absolutely cracks like his knees. Like, he, he does not want to land on anyone. No. Like, ever. He's too safe. Yeah. He he just really wants to make sure that no one gets hurt on his watch. Yeah. Uh, except for if it's the legacy of Chris Benoit. Um, sure. Then uh, when they get back up to their feet and they brawl brawl a little bit more, uh, then there is a bunch of Henning uh, Triple H bullshit on the floor. Yeah. Goldust goes out to stop Henning, who pops someone. And then Goldust gets back in the ring. They do some more Henning Triple H stuff where they end up like going up. They they, they go up the ramp as if Perfect is leaving, but then yeah. he doesn't leave. Yeah. Uh, Rude. Goldust goes for the curtain call, which... Ah, Mer- I was like, you better fucking do a yeah. full backflip out of this He full backflips out of the curtain call into a rolling prawn hold. And I'm like, what? Is it my birthday? I don't deserve all of this. <laughs> which, I bit, which I bit on because I always bite on the rolling street prawn like, and, and as you said, if he ever does get the pin with that hole that I, You're gonna I feel will like look a stupid. total piece of shit. Yeah. Um, then perfect uh, comes like he comes back. Uh, Marrow takes a bump to the floor. Perfect goes back over to help him up and sort of guide him. And yeah. he gets back in the ring. They uh, Henning maybe distracts Goldust. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, which then leads to Marrow uh, knocking him down. Getting a Samoan drop. Samoan drop. Yeah, yeah, he picks him up for a Samoan drop. He then hits the wild thing, which like hot take. 
Mark Merrill might do the best shooting star of all time. Not all time. It's uh, pretty perfect. Of this era, certainly. But, like, I don't know. O- Ospreys is real nice. Yeah. Seidel's is real nice. It's not the same, though. It's, there, it's a very it's a real different move. Good hang time. The tuck is good super tuck. cool, though. Yeah. Like, he's more concerned about the tuck and being perfectly aligned than yeah. he is about the flip. Yeah. Like, to him, the flip is so second nature that he doesn't Seems even to have be, to yeah. think about it. Uh, so, yeah, hits the wild thing. Then uh, Henning comes in the ring and celebrates with him because nothing bad is going to happen. Like this, like, this is 96. Is he, like, the second guy ever to do a shooting star? The Probably. Like, did any, like, Liger did it in 1990. Yeah. And then nothing? Maybe. And then Marrow? Like, did, like, any undercard guys in WCW? I don't think, I don't, I think the first WCW would have been Kidman. Hmm. And that's not till 97. And. Blitzkrieg? Also 97, 98. I know. Um, Yeah, maybe. But did, like, did, like, oh, maybe. Maybe Brett Como as uh, as ultimate dragon. Mm. Maybe. Might have. Maybe. In like 95. Maybe. But that's it, I think. Mm. Uh, his, his is pretty fucking good. <laughs> oh, for sure. So now we get to go backstage, the America Online blah, 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 uh, with Jim Ross, fake Razor Ramon, and fake Diesel. Yeah. And again, it's just JR like being angry and, you know, telling the guys in the computer to tell people how angry he is. Fake Diesel's hair and goatee look like the worst movie props. They look like they've been like glued onto his scalp. They look so fake. They're totally fake. Like his, like, with. His complexion, you can clearly tell he does not have black hair. Uh, yeah, it is very out of out of look for his, like, Cro-Magnon head. And being a ginger. And being a ginger. <laughs> um, so the next match is the number one contender match for the WWF title of Psycho Sid versus Vader. Of course, the entire hype package for this was who's got the better powerbomb. They keep talking to noted homosexual Shawn Michaels about it <laughs> because obviously he's the champion. Uh, and so also we're like at least one, if not both, both of these guys cannot powerbomb the other guy. Stop making this about powerbombs when no one's going to do one. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't. They they teased it. They teased one. But I don't think either one of them could do it to the Sid other one. Sid absolutely can't powerbomb Vader, and we think Sid is too tall for Vader to powerbomb. The bomb. only way that Sid could have done it would have, would have been... The standing on the second rope. Standing shit. on the second rope and a fast one. Yeah. Like, he's not getting him up on his shoulders and walking him out and powerbombing him. It's yeah. like a stand under him and powerbomb him down. Yes. Because, like, Vader's center of gravity is very low. It's in his ankles. And Sid is very tall tall yeah so uh i think the first of note thing was well i'd said like this is either gonna be really bad or really amazing Uh um it was a a, i think you're wrong it was kind of in the middle i think it was in the middle yeah yeah sid sid did a a slingshot sunset flip that was good that was great like he pulled it off it the they didn't complete the move because vader didn't go down and sat on him which was fun yep um then 
Sid whipped Vader hard into the corner and then ran in, and it almost seemed like neither of them know what to, knew what to do. So Sid so, so just did a running big boot, yeah. like, into his tummy. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, th- then, uh, for some bizarre reason, Sid decides to go up top, and we're like, what is he doing? And he did a flying crossbody. Flying crossbody that Vader caught no problem. And then we're like, oh, maybe Vader can power Maybe he Sid. could maybe get Maybe he up. is way stronger than we're even giving him credit for. Yeah. Uh, so Vader then goes up to the second rope facing inward, and we're like, what? what Occasionally he? he'll go second rope splash. Which he did. Yeah. Then he goes to the pinfall and he pulls Sid's hair up. Stupid. Stupid. Which uh, makes Cornette lose his goddamn mind on the floor. Um, so oh, then, also, I, we didn't mention there was some just perfect shtick at the beginning with uh, with Cornette because like Cornette because uh, Sean was in the ring and he's friends with Sid, doesn't like Vader, and he was miming to Vader, Sid is going to power bomb you, which is very funny. <laughs> and then Cornette got in his face, and then Sean took uh, Cornette's pocket handkerchief out, blew his nose in it, threw it towards the edge of the ring. Cornette turned around to pick up the handkerchief. And I'm like, Sean, if you don't kick him in the butt right now, all is lost. <laughs> and that is exactly what he did. And Cornette, of course, takes a giant a bump, huge bump through the ropes to the floor because yeah. he's a professional. He's the greatest bumping manager of all time. Yeah. Yeah, um, Heenan. Heenan's pretty good, but Heenan was a wrestler. Yeah. Right? Whereas uh, Cornette was just an old guy. Yeah. Heenan, uh, yeah, he uh, he managed as a wrestler and he wrestled as a manager. Yes. Um... Also, I'd like to re- redact that statement of Cornette being an old man. Cornette was just a man. Also, Bobby Heenan, first furry in pro wrestling? Absolutely. Weasel suit? It was a weasel. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, after Vader goes up again. No, yeah. Does he hit two? Uh, yeah. He hits two splashes. And after the second one, Cornette is screaming at him <laughs> to do... Uh, the Vader bomb. Yeah. Uh, which he goes, yeah, all right, I got him. I got him. I got uh, him. So he goes up for the Vader bomb, and Sid counters it with the knees. Yeah. Uh, so now... Um, I'm sorry, I should not be typing and talking at the same really time. Really shouldn't. Um, <laughs> and yet you continue. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like I keep going. Uh, so Sid, you know, now he starts miming to the crowd, like, power bomb? Should I powerbomb him? Yeah. I'm going to powerbomb his ass. This is where I noted that Sid had gotten a, a sort of haircut. Yeah. Uh, which I do not like. Sides are the too sides short. Are, the sides are the same length as the top, and then just the very back is mullety, yeah. and like, don't like it. We want them curls on the sides, Do too. not like it. It looks what real bad. What them big curls? Real bad. So he sets up Sid to go, for, or sets up Vader to go for the power bomb. Not happening. Uh, with his back to hard cam for you know, because that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, which Cornette Lothario starts, style. <laughs> yes. Cornette starts to get up, but Sid uses his Supra, his sixth sense. That's true. To know that Cornette how was getting in the know? ring. Is Sid smarter than we give him credit for? No. Okay. He's a big dummy. Uh, so as Cornette's going through the second rope, Sid just sort of turns the opposite way, grabs the second rope, and just lifts it up to nut him. Yep. So as he's nutted on the apron, the referee goes over to get rid of him. He turns around, and Vader just straight up low blows Sid. Then Vader tries to go for the power bomb. Sid sort of fights his way out of it. They do some rope running, which Vader ends up running straight into a choke slam. Yeah, a a versus running choke slam. Uh, finish. No power bombs. Yep, as predicted. <laughs> and that's how it goes. 
That that yeah, uh, like nothing more than teasing, doing power bombs, and never actively trying to actually do one. Just getting the guy's yeah. head between your legs, and and that's it. And if you know that's the case, don't make the match about that. Yeah, or if or at least like at least attempt to do one. Did Vader and Sid briefly team in WCW yes. as the masters of the power yes. bomb? Okay, yes, with uh, Colonel Parker. No, with uh, Harley Race. Okay. Yeah, Harley Race. Yeah, Race Manager Vader. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so now uh, they're obviously killing time until they get ready to do the main event. Yeah. Um, so they, a handsome doc is in the back. He's hyping up Survivor Series with the poster <laughs> featuring the Twin Towers. Oops. They didn't know. I mean, I guess it's not an oops. They didn't know. There were Twin Towers then. Why not put them and on a poster? And they had only been attempted to be blown up one time. Yeah, and Bush wasn't even president yet. The, well, that Bush wasn't president. I mean, 9-11 Bush wasn't The cool president. Bush. Yeah. Cool Bush. Cool 9-11 Bush. Yes. Um, so, and now... Man, I'd like to get some cool 9-11 Bush. <laughs> um, so, Handsome Doc's going to interview Sid, but as he's interviewing him, uh, Jim Ross comes back and is like, oh, I'm going to take over this interview. And he goes, Sid, uh, you, you claim your best friends are Sean, aren't you? Really yeah, 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 yeah. He's my best friend. He goes, yeah, well, uh, you remember before when you turned your back on him, didn't you powerbomb him five times? Like, yes, yes. I did. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, now you're going to face him with a title. You're going to powerbomb him again. And Sid, in typical Sid fashion, like flubs his lines. And he tries to say something along the lines of like, if I have to face my friend, I'm going to face my friend. But he doesn't really, doesn't, he doesn't really get the words out. Yeah. And then he, again, in typical Sid fashion, like, turns around. Oh, yeah, like, tries to and, leave the interview because he's ashamed that he fucked up and looks stupid. I See, that makes me feel bad. If he had, like, no awareness yeah. of his of his flaws, it'd be fine, because, like, no one gets hurt then. But, like, he knows he's stupid, <laughs> and that makes me sad. You know and I know that I have half the brain that you do. <laughs> and Shit. just them laughing and corpsing in the ring. <laughs> uh, so time for the main event, which is the first ever Buried Alive match. Yep. Uh, Undertaker Mankind. Uh, it starts off very hot and heavy with them, just, like Undertaker just beating up Mankind. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just tons of brawling, which is great. That's exactly as it should be. Yeah, it's good. Um, Taker gets Mankind to the floor and then does a top to floor pa- uh, plancha, which yeah. Taker does like a weird, like kind of like tucky. Yeah, I think he's just trying to land and not break his knees. Yep. yep. Uh, but it was great. It was big air. I w- wasn't expecting it. And when they showed the replay and how fucking shaky those yeah. those rope those ropes made of rope are. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Uh, then they end up brawling all the way up the rampway. They get up to where the actual dirt and, uh, the plot are. Then (laughs) mankind goes to try and suplex taker, which they, which he, (laughs) they, you know, like goes up, up. And then when he when Taker lands back down the second time, does his his his, <laughs> his technical training kicks in. Yeah, his new his new uh, attempted finishing move. Yeah, uh, an inside cradle, small package. Small package. Pretty sure inside cradle is a school. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that's not what like which they they consistently call a small package inside cradle in WWF. I just don't agree with it. I agree with it. It's inside. You're doing it to the. I'm, inside. I'm gonna. I'm going to get 
inside you, and then we're going to need a cradle because I'm going to get you pregnant. Am I Lewin Davis? You're Lewin Davis. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, You're so, Lou N. Davis. At, what does the N stand for? <laughs> uh, so as he does the inside cradle, they end up rolling down the pile of dirt to the <laughs> it's floor. It's very funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, so they, But you know what? It worked because... Mankind got him, was in control. Got him away from the hole. They did the roll down the hill small package, and then Taker was in control. There you go. So, mission accomplished. Fucking got him. Uh, so, as they brawl away from the pile back to the ring, uh, they, they, uh, Undertaker's in control. Paul Bear sneaks up behind him and gives him the most the, petite shot with the urn. The tippiest tap. Like, a nice little, like, I don't want to hurt you, buddy. Boop. Uh, he really did boop him. He did boop him. Yeah. Uh, which causes Undertaker to turn around, and then Mankind gets a chair and makes up for the little boop of the urn with a good chair shot. <laughs> um, then Mankind gets back in the ring. The, or I guess he throws Undertaker back in the ring and does a couple more things to him. Then uh, pulls out, I don't know, five chunks of hair. Oh, my God. And just throws them in the air. So much hair. Like it's nothing. Stop doing that to yourself. I mean, it, it's. Uh, I'm shocked he has hair now. Yeah, he's lucky. Like that he back. didn't just rip all of the roots out and nothing would grow back. Yeah. Because he's got holes. Holes. Starring Shia LaBeouf. Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Shia the Beef. And... <laughs> Henry Fonda to call to call back a semi recent podcast. Mm. Uh, then once they're in the ring, uh, the uh, mankind brings a chair in, which Taker gets a hold of and hits him really fucking hard in the back. Yeah. Uh, oh then, yeah. Like, <laughs> real solid shot. Yeah. Then puts now, the, it was. The, I'd say at least an eighty percent. Yeah. Which full. fully probably didn't even feel. Yeah, uh, he you know put, what? I wouldn't either. No, nope. good back. You got a solid back. Yeah, I got. A, I have. A, I'd say I have a Foley esque back. Foley esque back. Yeah. yeah, I could say that. I've hit you really hard in the back with chairs. That's true. Didn't even feel it. Um. Then he puts the la- the chair over top. You've of done other stuff behind me that I have felt though. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't think you had any emotions. <laughs> yeah, it was like a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> Whatever. Who wants to butt fuck the sad boy? Whatever. I don't even feel it anymore. Uh, he, so Taker puts the chair on Mankind's head, does a big ass leg drop on it. Yep. Then for like, for what, uh, oh, then they, so they end up going back out, uh, toward, to the floor full, uh, Mankind and Paul Bearer pull up the padding on the floor, which were like, of course, Mankind can't take a bump on the floor. It's a Foley paper. Yeah, of course. Uh, Taker comes out, Foley's going, or Mankind's going to pile drive him on the cement which the Undertaker counters by uh, standing up with Foley we, on we his shoulders. We thought he was just going to back body drop him, but then he didn't release him. So now he's standing up with him in like Alabama slam slash beach break position. Yes. And then he just falls backwards into the steps, like sandwiching Foley between him and the steps and also sitting on his just face. Just full on sitting on his head. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um... They get back in the ring. Taker gets the stairs in the ring. He hits Foley with it a couple times. Hits him really hard in the back with it. Yep. Uh, then, for whatever reason, does the so- legs to the side tombstone. Yeah. Like, Foley's not even that big. He's, I get it on the bigger goods. I mean, but, Foley's fairly big. Yeah, but he's not, like, as big as the other guys he's had to do it to. No, he, he could have... I feel like he could have fixed this one with Foley. But yeah. But he's getting very lazy. I, I want... 
head between legs yeah. tombstone. Like I it's do not, not want it's, two legs one side. It's not six foot six gold dust. It's six foot one Mick Foley. I need the symmetry. It's about it's about symmetry. it's about the symmetry. It's all about the numbers. It's true. Um, so yeah, hits a tombstone. They he drags them all the way back up to the to the grave. Then cradle to the grave. Cradle to the number, number two. Yep. Uh, they get all the way back up there. They're fighting again. Then uh, was it? Ja Rule and Jet Li. Is it Ja Rule? DMX. DMX and, DMX Jet, Li. and Jet Li. Yeah. Ja Rule was. Rumi must die. Rumi must die. Yeah. And DMX is also Kiss the Dragon, or is that just Jet Li? And DMX is also dead. Uh, correct. He is dead at this point in our in our lives. Yeah. Um. Then. Yeah, so they they fight all the way back up. Uh, Taker uh, exit wounds is the one I'm thinking of. Exit wounds. Um, exit wounds is Seagal in DMX. And Cradle to the grave is Jet Li in DMX. So Seagal Romeo is- must die is also DMX. Wow. So what is who? What is Ja Rule? Or is it nothing? Or does he just have songs on the soundtrack? I, I I'll, I'll tell you in a second. As an actor, he was in. Porn. Uh, no, he's 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 too straight for that. It's on the August 1997 cover of Cherie magazine. Half past dead. Half past dead. Also Steven Seagal, Man, Morris Seagal. Chestnut, and Ja Rule. Seagal went through a real black dude phase. I don't even know that that's necessarily him. I think that's just like his role in society <laughs> is to just be a action guy who gets teamed up with non-action guys. I guess, yeah, but like as like his vibe, he went from a like pretend Asian guy to pretend black guy. Yes. Oh boy. Okay. The director. Let's take a quick sidetrack here. <laughs> the director of Cradle to the Grave. Yep. No, not Cradle to the Grave. Uh, Half past dead. Half past dead. Did half past dead. Yep. Who's your caddy? Oh. The fifth, the fourth Lake Placid movie. Of course. Wow, four, you say. Um, a knockoff Taken movie. Okay. Jarhead 2, Sniper 3, Jarhead Tremors two. 5, mm. Kindergarten Cop 2, Who? Sniper 5, Tremors 6, Death Race 4, Ooh. The Scorpion King 4, Love Jarhead 3, Jarhead 3, Bulletproof what? 2, Bulletproof. Oh, yeah, and Tremors 7. Oh, Those are his directing credits. Drew, you're killing me. You, you wanted Kindergarten Cop 2? Is that what yeah. you wanted? Who's Schwarzenegger? Dolph Lundgren. Uh, he deserves better. It's Dolph Lundgren and Bill Bellamy. Nice. Are the two leads nice. in Kindergarten Cop. Now tell me about Jarhead 3. Who's Jake Gyllenhaal in Jarhead 3? Law of Return is what it's called. And it stars... I will give you... <laughs> oh my god. Stan himself... Devin Sawa. Yes. Of the fan fame? Of the fan fame. And some Final Destinations? And some Final Maybe Destinations. Maybe all of them? I don't know. Um, at Two, at least. I'll give him two. Also, Idle Hands. Of course. And the, he's the Devil's ca- Plaything. And he's non-dead Casper. Oh, non-dead Casper. Um, And also, he's in the best movie ever made, The Fanatic. Yes. Uh, I'm seeing... Only, oh, am I seeing zero? No, he's in, he's in one. 
Yeah, isn't he? Isn't he like one of the stars of Final Destination? Ah, he's in the first Final Destination, and, Only the, first. and that's it. And so, oh, they, I guess he dies. They couldn't afford Devin Sawa with the or they kill him. I or guess. they kill him. They yeah, they probably kill him. The only one that survives is that uh, annoying, ugly bitch that no one likes, uh, Allie Larder. Oh, the M- Mrs. Freeze from Heroes. Sure. That wasn't her name, but I think she had ice powers. Oh, cool. The Don't great, be a jerk about the heroes. Best kind of powers. Strong first season. Really fell off after Mu- that. Much like uh, Lost. Really strong Something first about season. Mid 2000 shows that start so good. Yep. And absolutely fall off the rails. Uh, also, Prison Break. Although that's not mid. That's, that, is it? That's mid aughts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, don't don't try and make TV because it's all bad. Um. Anyways, so when they fight back up to uh, the where it is, the uh, Undertaker choke slams mankind into the hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah very I, delicately. Yeah. Though. I think we we missed it. it. It was during the I don't know the middle, but Foley did hit a double arm DDT on a chair in the ring. Yes. One, but I'm like, wow, we're doing finishers on chairs. Doing all finishers right. on chairs. Uh, so as Taker is filling the hole, you can so, like say, can you can you, can you say that again slower? Filling the hole, mm. as you can you can kind of see mankind's legs, and I was like, oh, those like those have to be fake because he's burying like all of his upper body, and then as he's filling the hole, there's a sneak attack by a by masked a man who would be later be known as the Executioner. By the prime of his career, Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy in a, like, w- one-off, three weeks worth of uh, getting stuff done. By not going to die in three years, Terry Gordy. Yes. I'm gonna I'm a look up when he died, but I'm feeling 99. I'm, I'm feeling 22. But <laughs> Yes. But 22, also... 22 is too old. Perhaps 99. Two. Terry Gordy. Not Barry Gordy of Motown fame. 2001. 2001. Age 40. That's pretty sad. Yeah. In Sudy Daisy, Tennessee. That's it. You know what? If you're going to die, it might as well be there. Of a, of a heart attack. Yeah. Because, you know, drugs. Because fat and drugs. Uh, died of a blood clot. Hmm. That's probably natural cause. Lots of people die of natural Slam cause. Slam Master J, baby. Hell yeah. His son. Um. Oh, and his daughter is currently His a son was supposed to be good. Yep. And then they put him with Festus, and they were like, all right, see ya. Because I feel like, because Ray Gordy did, like, some IWA Mid-South and stuff before WWE, and everyone yep. was, like, really high on him. And then it's almost like WWE ruins people. His daughter's a wrestler and she looks like her dad. She looks like daddy. That is that is harsh. I I hope I never have to see her in person. Is her name T-E-R-R-I Gordy? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be cute? That would be amazing. I don't think it is, but yeah, I like it. Her name is Miranda Gordy. And she is, uh, I kind of want to throw up just from looking at her. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Um, so, yeah, the the executioner sneak attacks them. 
Then uh, he gets in the hole. Or no, he hits him really hard in the back of the head with the shovel. He then jumps in the hole and starts unburying mankind, which then made me realize, like, oh shit, like, fully actually was buried up until, yeah, like, up, uh, that was his a, upper chest that, and head. Those were not like, Muppet legs. What a what a commitment. Those were not Gary Oldman <laughs> tiptoes Muppet legs. They were not tiptoes. The, the role of a lifetime. <laughs> um, then... He, they drag full mankind out. They throw Undertaker in. The two of them proceed to bury him like they were dogs by <laughs> yeah. just like p- throwing the Scooping dirt between their legs. Through their legs, yeah, it was great. Uh, then out comes the rest of the heels. So you get Goldust, you get uh, Hunter Soundsley, you get Hawk Bradshaw, F- Hawk Bradshaw, and fresh out of prison Crush. Yeah, Jailbird Crush. Jailbird Crush. Uh, they then bury Undertaker, and they show the they show them filling the whole fucking grave while fake lightning is while happening. fake lightning is happening um then as all the heels leave the fake lightning ps is not to distract the crowd from what's going on in the hole no let's be clear that is correct okay um then the as they're trying to leave uh mankind accidentally sort of falls down the pile it was cute and then they go to leave and i and then we were both thinking like how can you put Undertaker in there? Because we both knew we both remember that his hand, his hand reaching out of the dirt was like, coming out of the dirt. How do they actually do that? And then, when, like, you would kind of have to legitimately be him. buried yeah. to do that. Well, however, they didn't because his hand pro comes wrestling out secrets way revealed. closer to the actual tombstone. It went through like a, a, a hole, a pre-made hole in the grass by the tombstone, so not directly in the hole under the dirt. So, go in the hole, crawl through a thing, put a hand through other hole. And then Bob, Bob's your uncle. And then I said, well, why don't you just show him climbing out? No, I got cut no, off the baby. Bye, 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 over here. Show's over. Bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, and that was the show. Yeah, that was the show. And you know what? Good show. Not bad. It was all right. Uh, next uh, next up, we got uh, the December In Your House coming up. Uh, in Your House, it's Vader time because Vader beats Shawn Michaels He's for the title. Challenging for the world title. At Survivor Series next month. Oh, wait. We've changed our minds. So now the title of the pay-per-view is In Your House, It's Time. Probably the worst name. Whose time? Of, of Sean, an In Your House. Shawn's time? Is there a worse one? Say it's time. CPT? Be, uh, I don't know. Beware of dog is pretty stupid. But it's at least something. At least it's something. He's a dog. But, but the name is stupid. Yeah, but it's time. It's time. <laughs> it's time for the big main event. And I don't think... I don't know if Vader is even on the show. He's not. He's not. He's not. Let alone defending the world title. He's a, he's a big fat piece of shit. He is, by his own accord, <laughs> a big fat piece of shit. Um, I don't think that. But I'm just a big fat piece of shit. I guess he doesn't think that anymore because he's fucking dead. He's fucking dead. But uh, you can't win them all. <laughs> what are you looking up? Well, I was gonna, but then I don't wanna. Of uh, no, what? we'll leave a teaser for next time. What you were looking? He at. does though. Maybe it's not there. Survivor uh, Series Raw. It's time. Um, not even in not a even dark, in a dark not match? even in a dark uh, match. Oh, that was the one thing I I wanted to mention the um how yeah how we're not getting uh, any more free for all matches and because I think we looked up this one's last week 
and we promised you a 20 minute time limit draw. Yes. Between Justin Hawk Bradshaw or Hawk Bradshaw, depending on everyone's mood, uh, versus the newly signed stalker Barry Wyndham, uh, which we were morbidly curious about. Absolutely. Uh, but we'll never get to see. However, we did hear it going on during the free for all when Vince and Jerry Lawler were like promoing live from the announcer's yes, table. You could hear we could hear bumps in the ring, and but they were not acknowledging it no, at all. Did not want you to see it. Yeah. It was a tryout match for young upstart Barry Wyndham. Young, that young <laughs> up-and-comer. That young rookie, Carlos Colon. Carlos Definitely Colon. not a murderer cover-up. Or 50. Or 50. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that's most of it. Uh, get us on the Twitters, at not Scott Henson. Uh, at Sarian Softpaws. Uh, any other orders of business? Anything else on the docket? U- uh, USA? U- USA, A-OK? Uh, no, and, not A-OK. <laughs> and speaking of letters, uh, the secret letter is D. 